Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey. I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry designed for you to fail. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. Today, we have the beautiful Liz Arias here with us, and she is going to tell us about her time in multi-level marketing and everything that happened to her uh, and the company she was with. And, and we're going we're gonna to stay here and, and we're going to expose some fraudulent lies and, uh, and, uh, and hear her story. So without further ado, Liz Go ahead and introduce yourself um, and tell us a little bit about where you were in your life when multi-level marketing came knocking. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. <laughs> that, was, that was really nice. Uh, God, where was I? It was, God, it was almost like 12, like 12 years ago where I was, I was working at a casino and I was working part-time and I was um this may or may not be very telling but I was playing I was playing roller derby at the time and oh how badass is that (laughs) I know badass (laughs) kind of I did have a bad injury and you know I think about things now even even in roller derby as a whole and how like toxic that was and how I wish like I, I I still skate recreationally now and I'm learning things that I could have utilized in roller derby right I cannot skate on four wheels unless they're in a straight but, line I can rollerblade all day I can't uh I can't roller skate no it's I look like a weirdo like walking with giant shoes it's it's I'm absolutely hilarious. the worst roller skater in the entire world that's hilarious I, yeah, I, um, so I met this person through, through that community and, you know, I was wanting to get better cause I wasn't a good skater already. And I thought this chick was like super cool and she skated in another, in another like league and like, it's someone I looked up to and she had, started kind of you know doing coaching on the side and I wanted to get better at skating and I had gone to a clinic that was hosted and I had gone up to her like after the the whole clinic because she had mentioned something like oh if you want to like you really have to fuel your body better if you want to get good at this sport and let me know if you need help like giving me I had bought like the 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 cheapest program that she had to offer because I you know at the time I was working at a casino I wasn't making a lot of money 
And were you a dealer or were you just like a cocktail waitress? I was a cocktail. Okay. I was a cocktail waitress. Are you in Vegas? Yeah. With like getting a better nutrition, like meal plan. And I'm like, cool. So I had, you know, approached her at the end of this clinic and we exchanged information and she had called me and did like a a wellness profile and it this wellness profile what does that involve it was a bunch of questions on like have you tried anything to have you tried anything to to lose weight what are your current eating habits what's your starting weight do you know how much protein you need to have in a day and it was questions like that and did it seem um, predatory or shameful, like answering these questions? Or were you like, oh, she's, no, helping, me. she's at, helping me. She needs yeah. to know this information. At the time, no. And so she had, no, I, I'm in, I'm in Southern California. Okay. So also. like at a, at a reservation. Yeah. It was an okay. Indian casino. Okay. I, I live in the middle of three Indian reservations. There's like, yeah, you have with Paula, here, here, here. yeah. So I'm in, um, I'm in Southern uh, San Diego. So I'm right next yeah. to Vegas, Verona and Saquon <laughs> right in the middle. Yeah, of all I was of those. working. Yeah. I was working at one of, one of the ones out here in the Inland empire. Okay. And so I, I couldn't afford it. And I was like, Oh, I know. And it was, this was totally like my idea. I was like, if I sign up for the company, I could get a discount. <laughs> right. That's, that's one of the things like you don't have to sell it. You can just join for the discount. You could be a kidnapper. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to sell it. You just a kidnapper. <laughs> yeah. Like they, that's what people that's call so it now. Funny. Yeah. You're just, you're just coming in and you're just napping the kit. You're just taking that kit for that really good discount. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. So that, okay. So you oh, decided, yeah, yeah I can get the discount. Kidnapper. Yes. I've been a total kidnapper You're like, several oh, no, times, even thing. after, <laughs> even after Herbalife, I was like, Ooh, like, Ooh, look like at that lip, makeup for a discount. Yeah. Lip scent. Hell yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So you join <laughs> to get the discount. You, you didn't have any, uh, intention of selling it at this point. You just wanted the discount because you couldn't afford the full price. Yeah. And that's what I told her. And she was like, well, you could do the business. You'd be great. And this, that, and the third. And I was like, really? I was like, I guess I'll do it. But like, I, like, I still want the discount. And so, yeah, she was like, we signed, she signed me up and Hey, come to this thing next week. We can hang out and we could go to this thing. And I was like, cool. I get to hang out. <laughs> and go to this thing right and that also makes you feel special because you're like she's inviting me to this thing yeah oh yeah and this thing was like a success like it was a like a seminar like a big like a recruiting first. meeting oh my god right yeah and it was like a lot of them it was a lot of them and when I tell you how overwhelming these fucking things are like I'm not like I know I'm an extroverted person but if I'm around people I don't know I'm just not comfortable right and yeah and I mean so, they prey upon that too right like we'll teach you how to not have social anxiety we'll teach you how to talk to strangers yeah we'll, we'll, we'll teach you all that stuff she was like already up here like you know in level so she had fit like 
way in the front already. And I'm like, oh, here I am by myself next to people I don't really know. Like eventually they, um, there was more people in, in the roller derby community that, that did join. And so I saw some familiar faces and like, that was cool. And so I, you know, I made friends and I, I actually was, you know, I had, I had recruited another friend of mine to no, two friends of mine, but one of them, like, we're like, I still, I still talk to both of them a lot. One of them lives out of state and another one lives like near the beach cities. And so we're still in contact and she had a really hard time too. And even after I'd left because they live pretty locally to each other. So she stayed in the business for a while. I feel like after, you know, this whole year that 2020 was, it gave me a lot of time to think and reflect on, on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I spent the year doing that definitely, too. This was definitely one of them. And, you know, I had called her and I was like, Hey, like, I like, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm really sorry that I even got you involved because she was a single mom and like going through a, a really bad divorce and, and vulnerable as well. You know, yeah. And this is something that they teach you though, you know, like in, in multi-level marketing, they teach you like, you're not being predatory. You're, you're serving someone, you're helping someone. You see someone who's down on their luck and your business can help them. And so you need to reach out and say, Oh, you're a single mom who's going through a divorce. Like my business can help you. And it's not like, you're not taught that that's predatory. You really honestly believe that you're, that you're extending a business opportunity and you're helping someone because that's how I took it too. That's, that's how I've always been approached by people. I've never really been approached predatorily. Um, it's always been through friends or, or things like that. And, 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 and that's part of it. It's part of it. It's teaching people how to, um, recruit someone in a, in a natural way that doesn't seem predatory to you at all. So you continue to do it because you think you're helping by, by mentioning these opportunities. Yeah. So I was not in a good relationship myself and I was with someone, you know, working in a casino, the person that I was with was a really bad gambler. My friend's ex-husband was also a really bad gambler and an alcoholic and like I you know my work life wasn't good and so she was you know motivating me to do the business and I was starting to do well I was starting to sell a lot of product I was making money but I think for me like when I I had an injury I broke my leg skating and eventually I lost my job and that's all I had was ah, there this we go. Herbalife business. Right. So there you go. So you have, uh, something happened to you that yeah. you didn't expect. And because of that, you know, you can't do what you've been doing. So you've got this little side hustle that you're sort of just working for the discount and it mm -hmm. now becomes the answer to all of your problems, right? Like if I can just yeah. work this business now that I have the free time to do it, I can put in 
more time and energy and more money and build my business and really work on this business. Right. And so there's like different, like, of course there's levels low, but like different uh, discount levels. So starting off, it was like, Oh, I didn't even know that. Like the higher you get up, the bigger of a discount you get. I have no idea. Wow. So there's even a second incentive to get up higher is to get your products at an even, so it increases your profitability and your commission. 25. Yeah. It goes from 25 to 35% and then 40% and then 50 I think. Wow. I mean, that also, that in illegitimate business, the higher you get up, the the better, you know, that's kind of normal. The more commission you would get, they're, they're treating it as yeah. a discount, but at the same time, it is the commission because you're making money off of it. So the less amount you pay for it, the more you profit on the other side. So that is a legitimate business thing. The higher you get up in your companies, oftentimes the more commission you will make. Um, and that's another example of how multi-level marketing tries to appear legitimate to people that just don't know that that's not how it is. Yeah. So like, even, even by the time I was injured, I had already like made that, that, uh, 50%. I was already at that level. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so it just seemed like natural, like, well, maybe this is a sign. Maybe this happened for a reason. Maybe this yeah. is what I'm supposed to be doing. Thank goodness yeah. for Herbalife. Thank goodness they were there for me. I'm so yeah. grateful to them. Yeah. But really, I just fucked my <laughs> whole shit up. <laughs> You're like, but really, really, it was a cult the whole time. Really, I, really, I just broke my leg and, and that was that. And I, uh, I I just God, where what else? What else? There's so much. There's so much just right. Out of so my brain so now. you you hit uh you hit a rank in Herbalife? Yeah, it's called supervisor. Supervisor. And is that you said what the it was like world team? So I have the Herbalife income disclosure statement. I pop that up because I like to oh, look at cool. this stuff. Um, and this is from 2011. It's very hard to find uh, information that comes from the company. <laughs> so yeah. the one that I could find that 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 looked the most legitimate was from 2011. Um, and supervisor is 33.1% of the company. Um, also, this is just a leadership compensation um, income earning this has and at the bottom it says the amounts above do not include the income distributors who can earn from their retail or wholesale income so this is just like recruitment numbers so 33 percent 33.1 of the total leaders in the company are supervisors um and their average compensation is uh 901 dollars like that's i think that's right. a year i think that's for the whole year that's not per month that's the average. No. Oh, maybe. Like I've made that in right. a month from the right. company. But this, this here is good the average. Month. This is the gross annual compensation average. So there's a lot of people in there because if you're making more than that, then there's definitely clearly a lot of people that are making much, 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 much less to have only $900 a year be the average at that level. That's really 
uh, eye-opening because at the president's team for the year is $514,000 for the year. Mm-hmm. So this has to be yearly figures because there's no way they're making a quarter yeah. or half a million a month. So that's, that's really crazy. You also mentioned world team. Um, and at world team, the average is $6,224,000 or $6,224 a year average. Again, yeah. if you're making that more than that, then there's definitely a lot less people underneath you that are not, that are at the levels yeah. that are not making that much. So, Wow. So you were somewhere in between the 900 and the 6,000. <laughs> not, not close to the 6,000. That's the damn shit. Probably not close to the 6,000. So wow. Wow. For the whole year. And you're with Herbalife for how many years? When did I? Let's see. It was like 2009. Wow. And they had changed the marketing plan. Right. Yeah. That always happens. They, <laughs> they change the plans every time someone catches them breaking the law well I don't know when when it was but and I think it was like had it was the that documentary it was um so were you in Herbalife when that was happening when when Bill Ackman was was hedging against I was starting to leave okay that's when I was because and you are here in Southern California you're in Los Angeles County okay Mm -hmm. so that at, at the time, Antonio Villaraigosa was the mayor of Los Angeles yeah. during all of this. He actually, prepare to have your mind blown. Uh, he, he actually was in, on it. Uh, was in on it. Yeah. So yeah. Herbalife was paying him to promote Herbalife within the Latino communities of Los Angeles. Yeah. You told me that you're Salvadorian. You fit right in there. You're a Latina in Los Angeles under mm-hmm. the guise of Antonio Villaraigosa as the mayor who's promoting mm-hmm. Herbalife at the time. So you were preyed upon at that exact moment. Um, were you ever encouraged to open up a nutrition shop? So myself, no. And I would never, even back then, that was a hard no. Like I, I couldn't afford that overhead. My, uh, my like sponsor, she had opened one like right off, like right off the PCH even. And that like, that came and went pretty quick, I think. Well, that's such an odd business to be right there on PCH. Yeah. Like, I feel like so many people in Los Angeles um, are just a little more woke to that sort of stuff that I would think that an Herbalife shake shop on PCH would not do very well. Well, it was, it was weird. And I don't know if it's all the nutrition clubs, the way they're run, but if you were in the business you had, and if you were like recruiting and doing business out of it, you had to chip in for the rent, like at a certain, you had to pay a certain percentage. So like, if you like, so is it more than one person that, that usually works in these shops or is it like a team leader that owns the shop and then their downline like volunteers there. Yeah. And if they they volunteer volunteer there, because they're obviously recruiting while they're there, they then chip in on the monthly rent to the team leader in these shops. Yeah. Wow. So that's something I didn't know. I just learned that. And at the time, well, I don't know if it varies. I don't know, but I'm sure there are no actual real rules. I was like, I'm not I, like I couldn't afford that. I couldn't right. afford to commute at the time living right. in the Inland Empire 
all the way to the damn beach. What was your, do you remember what your monthly or your rent contribution would have been had you decided to volunteer in the shop to recruit? I have no idea, but. But enough that you were like, that's not worth it to me. Yeah. You're like, no, I can't afford that. That's. That and it, well, you just need to move out here. Like, girl, no, I don't. Right. You just need to move to this more expensive <laughs> part of town that you can't afford without Herbalife so that you're even more indebted because you have, you're stuck. You're so stuck. You're so indebted to I this company because of everything. Too. Right. You're like, I, I really want to live there, I but I, I don't know if I, dude, if I, if I moved to the beach on like on that bullshit, I would have been living in a van down by the, on the yeah <laughs> in I the, would have been down, living on the, the jetty beach. in a tent I would have been, like yeah been living on the beach in Venice with all the people that live on the beach in Venice right <laughs> right and I mean an Herbalife shop does make sense like in Venice Beach like Venice Beach is synonymous with Muscle Beach which is right there where like yeah you have all those guys that are just oiled up and greasy working out I mean they have like workout equipment on the beach that you can yeah. use like public workout equipment that you can use right on the beach in yeah. front of all the people that are roller skating by and all the shops yeah. and all the, all the souvenir shops where you can buy I Love LA t-shirts. It's literally yeah. right there. So it is such a culture in Venice to be like, mm, look at me with my big muscles. <laughs> so yeah. an Herbalife shop kind of would, in terms of people in Herbalife, it would make sense to put something near there to yeah. prey upon those people. Dude. And when it was all being like, when it was, they were setting it up and like, that's believe I was there painting walls and shit. And I, you know, and, oh, if you're not going to do any business here, you can't come and pay rent. And I'm like, right. like if fine. you're not willing to put in any work, like don't even show your face at all. That's kind of what it felt like. And I was like, damn, all right, cool. Let me paint this wall for you though. Yeah, let me, let me help you, even though you're not going to let me, even though this is not enough, me doing this favor for you is not enough. I have to actually give you money for you to think that my, my time and, and, and my energy is valuable to you. I have to present money as well, which to me, money is a renewable commodity. Giving me money is nothing. Give me your time. Give me yeah. your energy. You're not going to get that time and energy back. You only have so much of it. So to me, paying in a renewable commodity so much easier. Like I would really rather prefer somebody helped me do something with their, with their man hours, than just give me money to do it, you know? So that's kind of silly and, and and sort of manipulative as well. Like your time isn't good enough. I'd really prefer just your money. If you could just give me some of that rent money, that'd be fine. I just feel like was going, I wanting to hang out with her, wanting to skate with her, wanting to, you know, like level up with her and all of that because I thought she is this just badass amazing person but you know when I lost my I I lost my job at, at the casino because of a my my injury they couldn't like the casino couldn't afford to give me FMLA past like the 90 days they could afford it but whatever, uh, they let me go. And, and I had, I, I did get, you know, for them booting me the way they did, I did get a lot of unemployment <laughs> extension. Right. Like, and I was and like, that's another oh. issue. 
Like if these, if, if, if actual legitimate companies were better to their employees, then their employees wouldn't feel the need to have to get side hustles and, and spend a bunch of money and go bankrupt trying to, to chase after yeah. this American dream. If just companies just actually took care of their employees to begin with. Yeah. So, you know, that's a whole nother thing that is like an after effect of, and, and a, and a cause and effect of MLM that we don't even talk about at all. It's the fact that a livable wage isn't even a thing in this country, unfortunately. And so you yeah. have to have multiple streams of income and MLM is so enticing with their lies and their sisterhood. Like you're talking about, like you wanted a friend, you just wanted to hang out with her. You connected yeah. with her on, you know, on, on the, uh, on the roller derby brink. Circuit. Yeah. And so, you know, why, why wouldn't you continue that friendship? But the second you sign that contract, you stop being a friend and you became like an employee a or a, yeah, a dollar sign, a walking dollar, a dollar sign. I was a fucking dollar sign. Yeah. The second you signed that contract, you became a dollar sign with eyelashes. And she's like, hi, <laughs> you now pay my bills. So why aren't you buying more protein powder? Yeah, I was, I even like when I was still, when I was still working and you know, cause I, I lost a lot of weight on it too. I lost like, that's another thing. Pounds. Like I was skating. the diet culture of Herbalife as well. Yeah. You know, like you need yeah. to be skinny. You need to lose those five pounds. You could look better. I'm like, why am I, what's wrong with the way I look now? Why do I need to lose five more pounds? Why do I need to do this? Why do I need to be anything other than like, why am I not good enough the way that I am? And that's another thing that they prey upon. Don't you want to be better than you are skinnier than you are healthier than you are? Well, yeah. And I feel like, like, cause she did have problems with eating disorders in her past. She talked oh, and they about it a lot rampant through these companies. Oh, you're saying, so she even used it probably as a recruitment tactic. I used to have an eating disorder. I don't. I know how not, it is. Not so much a recruitment tactic, but I know that she like she would she would imply that she did have like because she used I guess she used to be like a plus size model, and then now like and she went from that to like she's she did like what's the not bodybuilding figure model like, uh-huh yeah 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 she went from figure like modeling that. I have like, a couple friends that did, do that yeah she did that for a little bit wow, and okay. like she looked she looked fucking how awesome. long at this point when you like when you joined her team how long had she been in her herbal life if she was up as high as she was she'd been in for a decent amount of time yeah probably a couple years more than I was okay I, I have no idea now. And I, had you, she's been in it more more than a decade for sure. She's still in it. I don't. You I don't, don't know. know, right? I, you don't I, keep like, up, so you don't know. I mean, it's been. You I said it was like twelve years stop, ago. Yeah, I had to stop talking to her. Like she, like eventually, like I know it's petty, but eventually she unfollowed me from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very common. Very common. And, Excommunication is incredibly common when you leave. And, but she did keep me on her Facebook friends list. And I, I noticed that some months ago she had tagged me in a photo. Like it, it was my results. And like, I was 26 at the time. How She you, tagged like, you in like 15 year yeah. old result photos. Yeah. And she hadn't talked like, to you since all of this. And she just tagged you in it. 
she had like we had talked a couple times and i'll, I'll tap into that oh, soon that's but, weird like she you know you unfollow me from instagram keep me on facebook don't talk to me there don't talk to me at all but i get tagged in a 10 year old picture for Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report, and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet. And they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the Flow Knit High Rise Boyfriend Jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester, and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claim standard-approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect, effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. National Voter Registration Day is kind of a big deal. It's a yearly, nonpartisan holiday celebrating our democracy, and it's all about getting as many people as possible to, that's right, register to vote. So why is that important right now? Well, sure, local and state elections may not get as much attention as the midterms or the presidential elections, but there's still a super important way for you to use your voice to make an impact and help shape the future of your community. 
And one of the best parts, registering to vote is really easy thanks to organizations like Headcount. Get registered there in minutes and you won't have to worry about registration deadlines in your state. And then you'll be ready to participate in all of your upcoming local, state, and federal elections. That really is a big deal. Head to headcount.org forward slash Spotify now to register. That's headcount.org forward slash Spotify. See you at the polls. Like, she could sell it to other people. Even yeah. Is that even her property? I don't know if that's even her property. Probably like, not, but they don't care. Like, you know, whatever. Anyone that's smart enough can click on that tag look at my profile and see that I got fat whatever like, yeah but here's the other thing if you're not fat you're also gorgeous that was, but also that was 10 you know what I here's I the other thing it. though when you tag someone on Facebook it then shows everybody that's friends with that person that post so like her just tagging you was a way for her to legitimize Herbalife to your friends like, look at this yeah, person, you know, a lot of my friends, had these results. A lot of my friends, like, wow, reacted on Facebook. And it's like, hold your horses, guys. That was a long fucking time ago. I was, I was in my 20s. Body compositions change. I'm 36 now. Obviously, I don't look like that anymore. And whatever, I'm still banging, but fucking whatever. It, you it's are, you are gorgeous. She is gorgeous, by the way. Gorgeous. <laughs> and I love that lip but color on you. No one can see it, but it's, it's beautiful, like brick red. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. And you're curly blonde. Oh my God. You're just, you're just gorgeous. <laughs> they, yeah, like she, yeah, she's the old ass picture of me. I'm like, what? Like, if you're such a bad motherfucker in this business, where are the new pictures? Where are the new pictures? Right. Right. <laughs> like, why, why using old stuff that happened so long ago? Don't you have and any also, new results? To and show? also, why aren't you talking to me and still using my pictures? That's why so are you not talking weird. to me anymore? And you're using, you're trying to monetize an old picture. And so I like, I had a remover. I had a remover from my Facebook finally. Cause I like that kind of made me mad that, and like how she was just, if toxic positivity was a person, you would get this woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, toxic positivity is a person. They sit at the top of every single pyramid. <laughs> every single one but of them. But that's the thing. She's not even, like, in the long time that, like, she's been in this business. She's still on the same, like, level she's not moved up i know people that she's have never passed like her. president's council or rainbow unicorn or she whatever she's the same one to the, she hasn't even gotten to that president team whatever as far as i know there's people that have started after her that had just that are they're in presidents they're in millionaires team they're in all kinds of like higher levels than her and she hasn't moved up so when she wants to sit there on her high horse and tell people about leveling up like bitch you right. level up right you well, level because up. it's, it's not about level. that it really is just about bringing more people and she can't level up until she gets more people and she has to not only get more people but she has to keep them there 
and get them to get more people. And another thing like we talk about a lot in here and Herbalife, I, I think they probably do it too, teaching, um, just don't, you know, five people just get five people and teach them how to get five people. Don't, you know, five people. Right. So, but, but mathematically, but mathematically, (laughs) mathematically, if you were to do that perfectly and have five people get five people, get five people. And, and you run out of people after 13 levels in, in the world, like there's not enough humans on earth to go past level 13, of exponential five, teaching five, teaching five, teaching five, you run out of people. So that is just, it's not even sustainable what they teach you. It's just not, it's just physically not sustainable. Um, and nobody ever questions that they just go, Oh, okay. Yeah. I know five people, but nobody goes, wait, but when we eventually run out of people, yeah. Constantly have to replace. So if she's getting five people a year and losing five people a year, she'll oh, never I was, grow. I you was know? replaced. I was of course. replaced. Of course. She replaced me even and she called me friend, but she replaced me. Mm-hmm. If I were her friend, if I were her friend, we'd still be talking whether or not I was in the business, like the way I still talk to my friend right. who is not in the business and, and we we talked before we were in it and we still talk now mm-hmm. that we're after you know, now that this is an aftermath. Right. Well, I mean, these are cults, right? So anybody inside the cult is loyal to the cult and not the friend and MLMs put the MLM above all else, above familial relationships, above significant others, relationships, above, um, your free time, uh, above your other jobs, above anything you're loyal to the company first. Oh, for sure. Cause I've heard. And after I had left, my friend would tell me all kinds of stuff that she, like, she was in a relationship with someone from the business that she recruited. And once this person couldn't pull their way and they were living together, they, you hauled it pretty fucking quick. And once they were living together and once this girl, uh, couldn't, make whatever monthly Deuce. cut it was it was like okay I don't have time for this relationship anymore so because the business what aspect of the, the relationship wasn't panning out the romantic aspect of the relationship couldn't pan out yeah. either wow and I felt so awful because I was like no way she no she ain't like that really and you know I wasn't coming around to see it but I was like no way she did that I've definitely um, heard of that I was, like I people was breaking up with people of because of it I was friends with you know both of them <sighs> on social media and I noticed that the that the now ex-girlfriend had post made a vague book post about being friends zone and I was like no shit no way and <sighs> yeah and and then I later found out that because this ex of hers was under her in the in the plant like she her downline because she wasn't making like the monthly minimum or cuts or whatever uh this girl was ordering her product that she had to sell under the x's so that the ex could make points and she could make points too. And she, oh, I'll just pay for this product under your account and I'll move my product. 
who the fuck oh you want to sit gosh. there and talk about integrity oh wow i hope wow. i can test on this but i'm just wow. getting mad. oh you totally can <laughs> All of the episodes that, that people drop all that stuff. Um, I just tell, I just, there's a little option when I upload clean or explicit. So I just do it the explicit. Uh, So people know, and they're like, oh, there's cussing in this one. I'll wear headphones. Yeah. (laughs) You're not the first, I promise. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Placing orders underneath someone else to boost your own bonus check. And theirs. Wow. Technically on paper, it was that person putting right. in an order. Right. And then, but since it trickled up to her, oh, it was wow. her points too. Right. No, I've heard about that stuff happening in other companies. Um, that, and that, so she yeah, got a wow. check on top of that. Not surprised Herbalife's doing that. <laughs> Not surprised. So, you know, that giant building off the 405 that has the, the big Herbalife building in, in LA? Yeah. Like, like, uh, yeah, I think it's off the four or five. Yeah. Kind of over there. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big Herbalife Mm -hmm. building. LA live. Mm -hmm. So their, their, um, physical headquarters are in Los Angeles. Yeah. I've been, but their legal headquarters are in the Cayman islands and the Cayman islands to me, people listening are probably like, what (laughs) the Cayman islands are a tax haven. So, um, I Googled this before we started talking, I literally wrote Cayman Islands income tax because I knew, and I just wanted to get a very like specific because I'm long winded. And I was like, if I explain this paragraph, it'll take me 15 minutes. So I'm just going to read the paragraph. Um, I literally Googled it. It's the first thing that came up when I typed in Cayman Islands income tax. It's from Investopedia, which is, I guess, a tax and income tax place or website. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to trust them. And it says, why are the Cayman Islands considered a tax haven? Now, so this is why Herbalife has chosen to make their legal headquarters in the Cayman Islands. In addition to having no corporate tax, the Cayman Islands impose no direct taxes whatsoever, and they have no income tax, no property tax, no capital gains tax, no payroll tax, and no withholding tax. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's wild. We'll pause for the laughing because probably there's people <laughs> going, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. And that's like totally legal. Like it's totally legal and protected by the government. And that's like, the government's like, yeah, that's totally fine. Don't worry about it. Um, that's, I just, I thought that was a really interesting little tidbit that I found in my quick research about urban that's life. wild. Wow. Yeah. So like around the time that you were in Herbalife, uh, we did mention it briefly and, and it is a fantastic uh, documentary that happens to be anti-MLM accidentally. I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's more about um, the hedge fund manager, Bill Ackman's fight with Herbalife, trying to hedge um, Herbalife stock so that he could make millions and millions of dollars. Uh, and essentially oh. what he did was this whole thing that's happened recently with Reddit and GameStop. It's the exact same oh. thing, except Bill Ackman was, um, Herbalife was GameStop and, um, and the hedge manager, hedge fund managers is Bill Ackman. And then Reddit was basically like Herbalife in this moment, in this moment. So Bill Ackman was like, this is a scam. I can prove it's a scam. I have 
financial documents that prove it's a scam. I have business documents that prove it's a scam. I can prove this is a scam. What? I, but he didn't realize it was connected to the U.S. government and that there's so much collusion and governmental fix. He had no idea that. He didn't know that. He didn't do enough research to come to that conclusion. He just was like, I can hedge this. I can make so much money. What I'm going to do is I'm going to buy the stock. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to hedge that money, buy the stock and sell it. And then it's going to drive the price down. And then I'm going to buy it low and make a ton of, or sell it low and make a ton of money. However, it's very complicated, but essentially that's what he was going to do. Well, what happened was Herbalife caught wind of what was going on. And Herbalife said, oh, no, 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 no. You don't understand. We're basically, you're basically going after big tobacco and nobody is going to take us down. So Herbalife put a ton of money and all these other um, members of the DSA, which is the direct sellers association, which is the governmental lobby that protects multi-level marketing and keeps it legal. They all thought, you know what, we're going to put so much money. And they drove the stock of Herbalife up so high that Bill Ackman basically just had to quit. He basically just had to say, um, I quit. And I think he is the, um, the biggest loser in multi-level marketing, he lost millions. I'm trying to find the figure right here in this book. Um, and of course I can't find I it. Thought, I thought but it he was- He lost so much money because Herbalife- the court case um, over the two friends. There was like two friends and somebody took it to the Supreme Court. Yes. Okay. So then what happened because- so not of, even that was- So what happened because of that, of Herbalife and Bill Ackman's battle, what happened as a result of that was the government got wind of this fraud and the FTC cannot bring across criminal charges. So- the FTC really can't do anything in terms of, of these big, crazy things like this. Uh, it was not the FTC. It, it was a financial, uh, it was a fraud case. So I believe it was the IRS or something like that. I'd have to look it up again. Um, but it was a different government agency that was like, wait a second, this is fraud. And so the court case was brought up on charges of fraud in terms of money issues. It wasn't even that they were a scam and that they were bankrupting people and that tons of people were losing money. It was because of wall street. Wall street is the reason that Herbalife went to court. Um, and it says right here, it says the FTs investigate F, this is Robert Fitzpatrick's book, Ponzionomics. I talk about it all the time. It's amazing. Oh, cool. um, it says the FTC's investigation of Herbalife, which occurred under the Obama administration was the most important development in historical and historic opportunity at the FTC since 1979. However, it was prompted not by Obama policy or regulatory vigilant, uh, 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 vigilance, or even by consumer complaints or class action lawsuits. Short sellers on Wall Street were the reason that attention was brought to this case because of the hedge fund manager. So oh Wall God. Street was the reason, not all of the illegal activity. It was the money side, um, which you see happen a lot in these cases is when you see court cases go up to the big guys, usually it's not because it's a pyramid scheme. It's because um, there's some sort of fraud. Some sort of fraud. And even when cases do go to become pyramid schemes, Amway and Herbalife sort of let that happen as a way to be like, see, they are pyramid schemes. We're not. They were prosecuted and shut down. We weren't. You see, the government is prosecuting yeah. pyramid schemes because <laughs> they were. So they 100% are like, yeah, uh, just, yep, you can just be the one that we're just going to let go to the wolves to keep us safe. So they even yeah. do that 
in, in a, a pyramid schemey kind of way of letting the little guys take the fall to prove, quote unquote, that we're not pyramid schemes because we would have also been shut down. <laughs> Isn't that insane? They haven't been caught yet. Right. Um, yeah, it says the investigation against Herbalife happened only two years after an intense public pressure and media attention um, that was caused by the one billion short position taken by Herbalife stock value by the hedge fund uh, Pershing Square Capital Management that was led by Bill Ackman, which is what betting on zero is about. So if anybody wants more information on this whole thing, betting on zero is a, a great documentary about Bill Ackman hedging Herbalife and sort of um, the aftermath of the Latino community in Los Angeles because of Antonio Villaraigosa and also unfortunately because of the then attorney general who is now our vice president Kamala Harris. She ignored the case because her husband, um, his name is, his last name is Emoff. I don't remember what his first name is, but her husband uh, is a lawyer for the firm that protects Herbalife. So had she sued Herbalife as the state of California, as the attorney general, she would have been um, fighting against her husband. And so it was basically ignored. Um, It's unfortunate. You know, there's a lot of government collusion and government fixing in multi-level marketing and multi-level marketing is a huge um, American institution of power, just like big tobacco, just like big pharma, just like the military industrial complex, just like Hollywood, the Hollywood elites, you know, people are like the Hollywood elites. And I'm like, no one's talking about big pyramid and big pyramid is this like secret institution of power that nobody talks about. Except you know for me, I, you know what I feel it is with a lot of, you know, especially with MLM like I see a huge like correlation with uh people that are involved in an MLM that believe in conspiracy theories and Mm -hmm. QAnon Uh and all of that and so those are the same ones that are talking about Hollywood elites. The Hollywood uh-huh. elites are bad. Right. They're eating it's, children. And, and they're it's eating really babies. ironic, and so right? Maybe that's why there <laughs> there's no discussion on MLMs. And yeah. like that is actually something really interesting. I would really I, I'm gonna have a friend of mine on who's a counselor and we're gonna talk about the psychological aspect of mental <sighs> health. But I would yes. love to talk about um, the psychological aspect of like conspiracy theories and um, these strange beliefs and these uh, that really correlate um, a lot of times yeah, with multi-level marketing. I noticed a lot of people very that strange got involved the weird with... uh, freakonomic uh, yeah. commonality. It's very There's strange. A lot of people that got involved, like especially with the pandemic, it's like oh, buy these vitamins. Mm-hmm. for your immune system yeah yeah there buy was a lot juice for your immune buy there was a lot of scammy covid gonna, stuff yeah a lot of people and took advantage so a lot of people awful. joined multi-level marketing this year or last year because of the pandemic and because of the panic that it caused and because of the you were closed i have an option for you my business is great i'm deemed essential I'm deemed essential. Oh blah, 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 you, blah, blah. Like, you know, the, so, the so mo- many people the were so predatory. Oh because, well, I do hair. I so do, do hair. I. You're a hairstylist too? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I used to work in Santa Monica a long time ago, but now I'm back That's in San cool. Diego. Yeah. How fun. Cool. 
No wonder you yeah. have adorable hair. You're a hairstylist. <laughs> yeah, I've been a cosmetologist for 20 years and Monet oh, is cool. the bane of my existence. Have you had yeah. Monet girls come into your salon? Uh, no, I've had the occasional, oh, I want a haircut. And then I have my own shampoo. And oh, I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll use I'm all, unless shampoo. It's, unless it's a medicated, like so a petty. T-gel or like a prescriptive shampoo, don't bring in your own shampoo. I'm Unless so you have some petty. crazy oh, sensitivity, cool. don't bring in your I'm own so shampoo. Petty. I'm so petty because I'm like, okay, fine, I'll use your shampoo and I'll like dump a big wad of it in my hand, and I'm like, oh, sweet, it's so foamy, and then half the bottle's gone. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a couple of girls uh, that use it, and they know how I feel. And I, again, I'm very compassionate and educational and I, I'm not a shamer. So, um, I, I have told them, please don't bring it. I'm not going to use it on you. Um, (laughs) using what I have on my back bar is not going to affect anything for one shampoo in your, whatever you think is happening. Um, your hair is dead. It doesn't need to detox. (laughs) That's why it doesn't hurt (laughs) when we cut it off. Cause it's literally dead keratin protein, which is what rhino horns and fingernails are made out of. So, um, I I just, that is the bane of my existence. That one. I had bought some from a friend because she had the account and she like grew her hair. She's curly like I am too. And, and you tried it. I tried it. What'd you think? As a professional, what'd you think? It was okay. Yeah, that's how I felt too. I was like, this is, I okay. So I got little packets. My friend was selling it and was when I was in. And so yeah. when I was in MLM, so she sent me packets. Um, I had to, I had clean hair and you know how hair works. So I had probably washed yeah. my hair two days before I had tried it. And I was like, might as well. I had to wash my hair four times to Ooh. get any suds. And I thought that's not good. And I threw, and I, and I never used it again. I said, why am I washing my hair four times to get any surfactant like movement in yeah, here at all? Any bubbles. Stuff. It felt I, my hair, oh. I'm uh-uh. surprised that both my friend and I did not go bald. The There's way a lot some of people, of these people that, are like, reporting that they're getting hair thinning mm-hmm, and sores hair loss. and thinning, breakage. And she eventually stopped using it too, but it's like it's not worth it. Like eighty something bucks wholesale. <laughs> you know what? Like That's honestly, crazy. when I use my it, wholesale is better. Like this, when I this use is nothing it, that surface does like right. doesn't do. Surface is a great brand. <laughs> surface um, is awesome. And we use <laughs> we use Verb on our back bar. Cause it's very yeah, like, so eat, like, it's just so cost effective when you're literally washing yeah. it down the drain. <laughs> like you're yeah, literally yeah. washing it down the drain. Verb is a great affordable. I, I think the, everything in verb retails for like 16, which is fantastic. Like it's really good. Yeah. Like mid great. You don't need to spend a hundred dollars on shampoo and conditioner. It's ridiculous. I remember using yeah. it and going their packaging, their anti-aging, their color, everything reminded me of Alterna everything oh yeah I was like or, anti-aging or caviar yeah the caviar from Alterna that's yeah. literally it reminded oh, me of their is, caviar yeah, line that is yeah. okay yeah it reminded me of their caviar line but like a, a knockoff of it yeah because I used to do education for Alterna so I was like this like every buzzword that this girl was giving me it's it's organic and this and that and it's anti-aging and I was like this sounds like Alterna Alterna is quote-unquote pricey but it's still cheaper yeah. than Monet. <laughs> like it's still cheaper. Than Monet. 
Yeah, Monet, uh, even if you do, even if you are a kidnapper, that shit's fucking right. expensive. It's so expensive. And um, the other thing that I've noticed is I don't, um, my colors don't process this the same. Like there's because a lot of, of the warmth. Waxy there's a lot of warmth behind where I'm having to add a lot more corrective tones into my toners to even pull a normal blonde color. Where like I, I use Redken like toner. So it'd be like I could do like a GB yeah, with like a, a little bit of an NB and it'd be perfect. But now I'm like yeah. having to tweak it and add like chrome and like pearl and these P's and these oh T's and these B's to get those oranges and yellows and they're underlying and it's the same lightener, the same developer, the same um, bond restructure that I use, um, the same everything for the same amount of time. And it's not lifting the same. I'm having to leave it on 10, 15, 20 minutes longer. Um, My girl was like, it's a lot itchier than normal. And I was like, well, that's not on me. <laughs> like, yeah, that's you. That's your mom. Yeah. And so, and then even I did highlights on someone and there's weird polka dots in the foils when I opened it. Like I had, you know, like when you get bleach in your color and it makes those little purple dots yeah. it looked like that. Yeah. And I was like, what are these weird polka dots in the hair? So I don't know. I provide that, um, the service that, uh, they talk about in the victims of hair transformation detox Facebook group, which is the Malibu crystal gel plus yep, the Olaplex yep. standalone. Yeah, you have to then. So you it's like a two hour treatment. Uh, I did it on this girl. It was a two hour treatment. And yeah, you do the crystal gel under the dryer and then you do the, the undo goo with the crystal gel. And then you do the standalone one and the standalone two and the three and the contritioning. It just, it's about a two hour yeah. service. I mean, she was under the dryer like 30 minutes at each process to get this, to lift it out. And her fel- so hair that felt Monet amazing. Is them, that Monet is costing them even more money. Yes. Yeah, so now it's costing them more money because it's a two hour service and it's not a yeah. color where I can slap it on and you sit for 45 no. minutes. Like you're under the dryer for 10 minutes and you're under the dryer for 15. Like there's, I can really do nothing, but like check Facebook in between. Yeah. So it's a two hour service and at $60 an hour average, that's a $120 service. Yep. And so what I will offer on top of it is like a free cleanup of a haircut. Like it's included, you know, and the style is included. So you're getting a little something other than this, but I feel horrible charging $120 to get this out of people's hair, but yeah, but they don't feel horrible buying it. I know my worth and that's what I'm worth. Yeah. No. And that's, that's what my time is worth in the salon. It just is, you know, I'm in my forties now and I've done this for 20 years and I'm like, this is what I'm worth. I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm worth this now. I'm worth a dollar an hour. Yeah. So, you know, um, I don't know, you know, people use it. Mm, I'm glad you never joined as a hairstylist. And it's actually really interesting. I have no idea who are a hairstylist. I I love that. I have so many hairstylist friends that are like, girl, can we talk about Monet? I'm like, yes, yes, we can. Um, so you, so, so back to Herbalife, what, does, yeah. what was the, what was the breaking point where you were like, fuck this, I'm done. Thank you so much for listening to life after MLM. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and share with all of your anti MLM friends as well. See you next time.